It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You are tuned in to the Grit and Barrett podcast. The first and only podcast devoted to covering the 11-time, no, 12-time Calder Cup champions, the Hershey Bears. This is high energy, unfiltered, and at times unfocused hockey talk. Now here's your host, Richard Blosser. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grit and Barrett podcast, everyone. That's right, special bonus end of week episode. I'm doing this, well, because I have time on my hands now. (laughs) Yeah. I do. Yeah, life just threw me a knuckle curveball as I've back on the unemployment, unfortunately. But I know how to handle it this time. But I know how to handle it this time. I'm going to get through this. We're going to get through this. I have hockey to get me through this this time. So this won't be dealt with with introspective and mass depression. That's None of that's going to happen this time. At least we hope not. Welcome to the show, everyone. This is the Grit and Bear It podcast, a podcast devoted to the 12-time Carter Cup champions, the Hershey Bears, part of the Hockey Podcast Network. And thank you to all of you who have uh, made a Monday show over 60 downloads. Great stuff out of everyone. We're trying to get the show out into to new stuff and uh, hopefully some more things to come as the season progresses. But the Bears, we're going to kick this off with the with the recap, everyone. Um, I was going to try and throw the Friday faceoff in on here. I just don't know if that's going to happen, but on we go. The Bears took on the Lehigh Valley Phantoms once again, and 
again, I hope all of you like uh, bacon cheeseburgers and cheese fries, because that's you're going to get a lot of that between the Bears and the Penguins over the next couple weeks. I'm, I'm telling you, all of you next week are going to be listening to this going, why is it the Phantoms again? Why are we keep playing them? I don't make the schedule, folks. I don't make it. It's it's not me. I I I don't like that they're so clumped so much together. I like variety in my scheduling. It's the spice of the schedule, a little bit of variety, but we won't get that until next month or minimum until Thanksgiving when the Iowa Wild come into town. Oh boy, that's going to be fun then. But um but yeah, lots of phantoms and penguins. Get used to it everyone. But yours truly, back up in press row once again, and me looking out among all the people below me. And um, before all of you, uh, you know, start saying like, you know, like, well, you're really up in press row a lot. You're not among the fans. True, I've developed a lot of really good connections with the Bears. Zach Fish is friend of the show. Jesse Lieberman's been a lot of help too. And I'm using this to try and make connections with people, talk to other people in the media. Heck, last week I got to talk to Do- Kyle Dubas. Yeah, yep. The the Wonder Boy was in Pittsburgh. It was from Pittsburgh. Was watching Wilkesbury. Probably watching his former prospect in Garrett Sparks too. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to take advantage of that. Like tonight, I got to talk to the Lehigh Valley Phantoms play-by-play guy. The smooth, docilate tones of him. Hopefully, I get to do more of that. This is just... It's me trying to expand the brand, everyone. And I... Although I feel like I'm turning into Kramer from the Country Club episode of Seinfeld. There's an episode of Seinfeld where Kramer gets to play on a private country club because of him loaning some Cuban cigars to the owner. And he lets him play a couple of rounds. But there's a fire that happens. He loses the cigars and means he's not going to be able to play at the country club. He'll have to play at the public links now. And he just launches into this great Kramer tirade. Well, I can't go back to the public links now, Jerry. I can't. I won't. You know what it's like to play out there? It's crowded. There's brown patches everywhere. Nobody rakes the sand traps, not to mention the caliber of people you got to play with. And I'm the exact... And I'm turning into this same way. Well, I don't want to sit down among everyone every anymore. I can't. I won't. Do you know what it's like down there? The floors are sticky. It's crowded. The food is overpriced. Not to not to mention the type of caliber of people you got to be with down there. There's too much people in with my people. Yeah, I know. If I'm turning into a snob, so what? So what? When I'm up there, I can be with my laptop in my own chair, be in my own world, and get my own thoughts. Well, you can't cheer for the Bears. Eh, true, but in my own way, I do. Plus, I just store it all for the podcast. Ah. So, on it on a Wednesday night, a real high crowd there at a Giant Center on a Wednesday night, a working man's group, because not a lot of people showed up till around 6.30. That's right, get home, grab the kit. Kids, and then off to Giant Center. It's one of those nights, if you get there at 5.30, it's pretty much a pick in terms food-wise. Um, so, so, 
rather light working man's crowd tonight. Uh, the Phantoms came, skated out dressed in their black and orange lame, the black jerseys. But I've been saying this for years. Just take the corner and just wear fan- Flyers jerseys. You're going that way. Not the new ones. I do not like these new Flyers ones. They just don't look well on television. But onwards and upwards we go. And in the first period, uh, things were a little loose in the first. As the two teams just skated up and down. There were some passes. There were some opportunities, including Ethan Frank with the shot from the right. Just whizzes by and misses everything. Zach on the broadcast said, oh, he hits the iron that close to a goal. Uh, no. If any iron that hit, it was the outside post of of the goal. Uh Uh-uh. If by netting, you meant he hit the upper netting above the glass. Yeah, he got that. Uh, but no, that was not close to being a goal. No. But we go on to this... We go on to the second period, and the Bears take two penalties early. Get called some penalty. No, wait, that was Sunday's game. Anyway, the Phantoms are pressing more and more. They're getting more shots in on Hunter Hunter Shepard. Oh, our goalies tonight? Oh, sorry. I got ahead of myself. Uh, It was Hunter Shepard for the Bears who shaved his beard. Why did you do this, Hunter? How many times do I have to tell you? There is too much face when you do not have a beard. Grow out your beard. I don't care if it's mo mustache Movember. Don't care. Grow the beard. It looks better. He looks like a man who's coming to sell you life insurance. And on the other side is Felix Sandstrom, down on conditioning loan. And not for long he's not, because I look up on the TV. Oh look, Carter Hart got pulled because they think he's injured. <laughs> Oh, Flyers, you are giving way too much fuel to Mount Tortorella. But uh, the Phantoms are really pressing in the second. Really getting a lot of shots in on Hunter. Getting some shots in on him. And I'm watching this. I'm like, this is not going to end well. I know what's going to happen here. And a shot in on Shepard. Second attempt. Third backhand. They score. Cooper Morty, I think, got it. Morty. Moriarty. Mer something. Mer don't care. Phantoms get on the board, one nothing. Cooper gets gets the goal. Um, because of the really nice American Hockey League app. I can't tell you how many goals he has on the season anymore. Lovely. Lovely. It means I actually have to pay attention to Jared's goal announcements now. What a horrible fate that is. Cooper Morty gets the goal. Uh will. Zamolik gets the assist, and Tanner Lazinski gets gets a goal, and it's one nothing Phantoms. Great. The Bears haven't been playing that that well. The shots are ten nine, but it doesn't really feel like it's anything all that great. All that great, and the Bears come up the rush. Dylan up to Bogdan Treniev. In comes Nick Onkelisku. Bell tries to get a passing feed, goes off a Phantom. He scores. Nicholas Anke Kubel, a man who burned the Bears years ago with the uh, with the uh, the Phantom Menace of the mid 2010s. 
You remember those teams in Lehigh that had Kubel, spent um, Corbin Knight, Shane Gostisbehere, Mike Vecchione was there, led by a young Carter Hart who got called up way too soon. And Nicholas Anke Kubel gets his first goal as a bear and ties the game at, at one. Uh, Bogdan Tereniev gets an assist. Big Daddy Dylan Mikorath gets a secondary assist. Good on him. But um, we continue to play on and Vinny Iorio goes off for interference. It was, was much so. Phantoms try to bring the puck in. This power play does nothing. This team went 0 for 8 on the power play. On the power play. They're not going to do anything in Kubel. Breaks, thing, breaks things up in the zone and smacks it up ahead. Takes a hit and gets it. Tereniev, he's in all alone on the breakaway. And on Sandstrom, he shoots. He scores! Bogdan Tereniev, the Russian. He comes in all alone with this sniper and goes, he's dead. Bogdan Tereniev, they call him the boogeyman. In the in in the uh, in the locker room, and Treniev makes it two one Hershey, the first shorthanded goal of the year, and uh, Nicholas Anke Kubel gets an assist and got a smush to the face to make a play. Good on you, lad. It's two one. All right, all right. Let's keep this going. Let's keep this going. But um, the one second here. All right, but. The, that penalty, that they still got a penalty to kill, and the Phantoms power play starting to gain confidence. They're getting some shots in. You hear the tap, tap, tap. It's running out. We're going to get through this. Wade Allison, long shot, knocked down, down. Secondary shot, kicked out by Hunter. Penalty's over. Off comes the Phantom. And the puck just rolls out to the circles, and Adam Genning just comes up and looks at Hunter and goes, Hi. And he scores. Just comes in and fires a freaking missile off the off his stick and into the net. Wow, what a shot. Wow. I'd respect it more. He wasn't a filthy phantom. Adam Genning gets a goal. Garrett Wilson with the assist. Wade Allison, a man who has exactly zero fucks to give. As he's been sent down by the Flyers. And the game is tied at two. <laughs> it's going to be one of those nights. Back and forth on the scoreboard we go. Minute or two later. Adam Genning brings the puck in the zone. And a whistle. Quick whistle. Offsides as he's skating. Bam! Mother- and that's Mike Vecchione. Just lays him out. Post whistle. One or two strides afterwards. Just gets laid down. And Adam's not. He's hurt. He's shooken up by it. In comes Garrett Wilson going, that's it! Come here, mother... And just grabs Vec and is ready to beat the tar out of him. And the co- refs are like, hey, 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 yeah, yeah. All right, all right, break it up. Break it up. In, in comes Vinny like, you want to go? Come on, I'll be your huckleberry. Come on, let's go. And another ref's going, no, no, we're not going to fight. No, 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 we're not going to have a li- line brawl here. And a couple of the Flyers prospect... Prospect watchers are just sitting in the other room going, let him fight. Yes, Nick, Nick Schultz was in there. He was. And uh, off Vec goes and trainers come over. This isn't good. The guy skates off a little shooken up. You give him, 
Give them the clapping afterwards because you show respect because we're a bunch of classy MFers. That's exactly what we are. And uh, Mike goes and sits and I, I pretty much know where this is going. And yep, it's five minutes. Yep, I knew this was going to happen. And I see the referee whistle, gives the finger thing, goes the finger arch, and Mike is done for the night. A five, a ten, and a bye. He's done. He's gone. All right. So the Bears are down a guy. I mean, one of their vital set of guys. And they're about ready to go on a five-minute Five minute power, no release power play, and the game is tied in two. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> what do you mean, Jimmy Huntington isn't on the bench? So now we're down two forwards? Who misses? Oh boy. <laughs> oh, Christmas, as Danger Mouse once said. Oh boy. But I will give credit to the Bears' penalty kill. They held it off, and. Ethan Frank served the penalty because he's like, fine, I'll do it. Guys don't use me anyway. On the penalty kill, I mean. It's like, I'll do it. And our penalty kill comes through because the Phantoms still just pass one too many times on the power play looking for that perfect pass and perfect shot. I've seen this movie before. Guy at the point to the circle. Circles, looks, 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 over, back out to the point. Sure wish they had a guy like Cam York over the circle, which he could have had a nice shot, but he's like, eh, down low, go to down low, go to back up top, go to the circle, back up top, back up top. I don't like it. You throw over to the circle, crossing feet gets broken up, and out it goes. And this is what the Phantom's power play is. It's just around the horn trying to thread the needle one too many times and guys just passing up shots just to put on net. I mean, you don't have to snipe it. It doesn't have to be pretty every time. But just throw it on net, get a body in front. You freaking Elliot Dijonais out there. Use them! But they kill it off. They kill it off. And uh, the Bears are racking up some penalties, getting a little reckless out there. And we go into the third. Into the third we go. Phantoms take a trip to the penalty box themselves. Actually, two of them as Adam Genning and Mason Millman go off. And um, just so you know, um, Wade Allison, a guy who's supposed to be like the next big middle six forward for the Flyers. Um, It's eight games in and he only has two points. And he's just sitting on the bench. From what I've heard from a few guys, he's got what what we call Washington sickness, or as I call, Jacob Verona's disease, which means you go up to the big leagues, get sent back down, and you piss and moan because you are you feel like you're too good to be in the minors. Yeah. You know who is the anti-version of this? Sonny Milano. Signed by the Capitals, sent down to Hershey, kicked butt and took initials, got called up, and got a nice contract extension. And we said, thank you, Sonny. You were great with the six games. Good on you, kid. If you come back, great. If not, thank you for your service. So that's how it's done, boys and girls. But Wade Allison's just sitting on the bench like, here, I shouldn't be riding the bus. I should be in Philadelphia. I should be on a charter plane. I should be having buffets and drinking vodka. Shut up. So into the third we go. 
and uh, it's getting a little late late in the period. It's 2-2. I can kind of see where this game is going here. And the Bears move the puck up. Pietrick Dubé leads a two-on-one. Miro with him. Pietrick holding, holding, shoots. He scores! Pietrick Dubé gives the Bears a lead midway through the third. A beautiful two-on-one rush and just blows it five-hole through Felix Stanstrom. What a goal. And I love this Dubé, Miro, and Rybinski line. I love it. These guys are out there kicking butt and taking initials. I love it. Pietrick Dubé, I think that's his fourth or fifth on the season. Ivan Miroshenko, Miro gets an assist, and Dylan Mikkelrath, two points on the night. Two points for Daddy. Good for him. And it's 3-2. 3-2. All right. 3-2 with 10 minutes to go here on the third. Let's put this little baby to bed. Let's just put this baby to bed. We'll be fine. He's okay. We got this. We'll be fine. Uh, Logan Day goes off for hooking. Yeah, it's kind of right. And all right, this Phantoms power play isn't going to go go anywhere. Less than a minute to go in the power play. Power play. Fan- Let's get in. Elliot Dijarnais gets in a circle. Shoots. Garrett Wilson shoots again. Kicked out by Hunter. And in comes number 16. Who the hell's number 16? Gets the puck. Shoots. And he scores. I knew he scored because I could hear the Flyer Scots in the next room go, Yeah! I thought you weren't allowed to cheer in the penalty box, in the press box. Not that I'm going to, but I thought you couldn't do that. I don't know. I don't know. All right, let's see. Shit. Anyway, uh, let's see. Hold on. Hold on. Talk amongst yourselves. Talk amongst yourselves. Hold on. We'll be fine. All right. Back to the action. All right. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who got the goal? Who was number 16? John Randell Avon. He's an Avon salesman. Avon. Um, gets the goal. And I hear from Jared Ronsky, friend of the show. Phantom's goal, scoring his first professional goal, number 16. And I couldn't say this in the press box, but I can say this here. Of course it's his first professional goal. Of course, this is what we do. This is what we freaking do. We give up first professional goals to freaking rivals. Am I yelling? This never fails. Every season we have two or three players get stupid first professional goals on us. Never fails. Never fails. All that being said, congratulations on the kid. Should have done it against Wilkes-Barre. John Randell Avon gets his first professional goal. Assist by Wilson and Elliot DeJarnay sauce. Power play goal. 3-3. Crud. And time runs out and we're going to overtime. Lovely. Lovely stuff. So the Bears are going to overtime. I'm standing up. I'm there up in press row. Jesse, you know, asked me, hey, you know, we're doing the press. Yep, yep. I know. I know where to go. Thank you. Thank you, brother. And uh, the Bears start out, and to start, it's Ethan Scarbosa and Chase Young-Presky. All right. And Scarbosa wins the faceoff, gets into the zone, skates in. He wants to end this early. Frank trying to streak toward the goal. Pass gets broken up, and here come the Phantoms the other way. The other way, Frank gets back to a two-on-two, and here the Phantoms start to play it out, start to skate around, doing what you're supposed to do on a three-on-three. 
and just wearing the Bears out. These guys are gassed, barely keeping up. Phantoms are trying to do cross routes there at the top of the slot to lose their guys to gain that extra step. Extra step. Aren't able to as Scarbosa is able to poke it out of the zone. Chase... Chase Presky gets around this guy and in on a breakaway. Chase in. Chase in. And before that, I, I was like, man, the Bears are tired. They need a stop or a possession. But that works. That's a breakaway. Chase is in. He shoots. He scores. He scores. Chase Young Presky scores his first as a Bear. And that's the end of the game. Chase Presky wins it. Blows it past Sandstrom gloves hand who just looks like, yeah, I should have had that. Bears win it. Good morning, good afternoon, and good night, Lehigh. 4-3 the final. Bears win it in overtime on a Wednesday night. Your three stars of the game were Nick Anke Kubel, Dylan Mickelrath, and Chase Presky with the game winner. And, uh... It wasn't a pretty game by any means. Um, listening to the coach at the presser, he claimed claimed and was true. This was the second straight Wednesday night game that we came out flat. This didn't burn us like it did with Wilkes. But um, this, in his eyes, needs to be taken care of and needs to be dealt with. And uh, good on him. Good on it. He he's not completely wrong, completely wrong by it. So Bears win four three. I mean, you pulled it out. I mean, the Bears should have played a bit better than this. And I shouldn't complain. I know some of you are listening to this. Well, they won. You're upset that they won. I'm not upset. It's just it was a back and forth game, and we know the Bears are better than the Phantoms. Clearly, the Phantoms are a very young team. Not as young as the Cleveland Monsters, but they have a lot of guys who are like second and third year pro guys who are just, you know, rather young. And this team, honestly, is not that good. And I'm not saying it should be like 4 nothing like it was last week, but the Bears are much better than them. And there were mistakes. There were some bad penalties. Mike... Mike Vecchioni's was definitely that. Even though there were like Bears fans who said, well, there was a hit before and nobody said said anything. This, they always nail him for retaliation. Uh, yes, because that's, that's how it always is. They always get the person who threw the second punch, not the first. And yeah, it was a late hit by Vex. Sorry it doesn't fit into your narrative. Sorry. Mike messed up. And you're going to pay for it. And I'm sorry, 20 years ago? That would have been celebrated by fans. That would have also ignited a line brawl. 30 years ago, that started a fight night. But that's just not how it is anymore. Sorry. We'll see what happens to Vecchione, if anything. Uh, some news and notes out of uh, practice this morning. Thank you to Corey for this. Um, Huntington's in a red non-contact. Okay. We don't know what's going to happen to Vec next. Don't know. Uh, my friend, I had a friend of mine uh, text me. Vec was dropped down to an interference major and a misconduct. Will 
and we'll see if anything uh, comes of it. But um, some uh, some news here on a when on a Thursday when I'm recording this, um, Julian Naprebrick has been released by the Bears and is going overseas to continue his career. He's a Calder Cup champion. He is. And sad to see him go. And um, it's not not really surprised. This team is crazy loaded in depth. And I don't think Julian wants to wait around for a guy to get injured or worse, get traded just to get time. It sucks. He's good. He is. But um, there's just no room for him. There's just no room. So, Julian, thank you. So long, and thanks for all the fish. Good luck in Europe. And uh, hopefully, there'd be a spot for you here in the U.S. whenever he'd come back. So that opens the doors to others. Maybe we'll get, finally get to see Alex Zedeliev. We haven't seen a lot out of him. A good con- good conversation about him from a Bear staffer the other day when I was at pr- I was at practice. But um, we're just gonna have to wait and see because the Bears will be moving on. Indeed, they got some. We'll take a look at their opponents and a few other stories around the NHL right after this. Bears fans, by the time you listen to this, well, it could very well be November or just hitting the end of October. As I said earlier, the gray days of autumn are upon us. Yes, the days are getting short and the nights are long and the trees age like a fine wine. And you may not think that think that you need a good present this time of year. Sure, we all think. <laughs> Who puts out Christmas stuff this time this time of year? Well, masochists do, number one. Or maybe that neighbor, Christine, who just completely gives up on Thanksgiving altogether and just puts out her Christmas decorations out in November. But anyway, you need to get in on your Christmas shopping early. You need to get in on it early. Start at ground zero. Get in before everyone else. And don't listen to the commercials that that tell you it's Black Friday all November long. No, that's a scam. They're getting you. But you know where you can get a good quality product at cheap low prices without it being Black Friday? That's, of course, Raycon. You can get the best deals from them because while they are doing an early Black Friday sale, they actually actually mean it. Going on for savings up to fit nearly 15, 50% off of their regular pr- prices. Now, I know. I know. You heard, you've heard me talk about Raycons before. And there's a reason, reason why. I enjoy listening to music while I'm at work on my break because I don't want to hear the discussions at work. I don't care what Jen's doing. I don't care about the guy walking into the break room whistling because that's his thing. And I don't care about the old man who sits there talking to, to himself. I just don't. I just want to put my earbuds in and listen and go into my own little world. Maybe I'll listen to some wrestling news. Maybe I'll listen to some other hockey podcasts or just whatever music I need to be in my own world for while I am at work. And Raycons are definitely that type of product. They fit in your ear just fine so you don't have to worry about discomfort. Their Bluetooth technology is able is able to fit up with almost any device you have. And with a 32-hour battery life, you know 
you're getting a quality product and one that will last. Companies may try to mark up prices on cheap products just to get you to buy it this Black Friday, but that's not the case with with Raycon. They have many five-star reviewed. Reviewed Their Magic 180 cable allows you to charge your iOS micro USB Type-C devices eight times faster with 100-watt power delivery. We all know chargers, they can... They can be fleeting, they can be good, they can be bad, or maybe you just got to put them the right way so the wires can charge up just just right. But folks, I'll tell you, these chargers, they will get the job done each and every time. Raycon knows is known for, qua- for bringing you high quality and thoughtful features at half the price in premium tech brands. It's no wonder a lot of their products have five-star star reviews and if you just want to get your christmas shopping done and out of the way there's no better way to do it now to do it with raycon right now now to get everyone in the holiday shopping spirit early raycon is offering 20 percent off everything on their site with certain <clears throat> products up to 50 percent off get in on the ground floor get in on ground zero of your christmas shopping right now Get the shopping done now and enjoy all the greatness of the holiday season later. So hurry to buyraycon.com slash THPN to get 20 to 50% off site-wide. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN to score up to 50% off Raycon products. That's buyraycon.com slash THPN. All right, folks. NFL action is still going on strong. And DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the National Football League, has you covered. We're heading into the meat and potatoes of the football season right now. Baseball will be wrapping up soon. Your local football will be wrapping up. And college football is down the home stretch as we'll soon be hitting conference championship and holiday tournaments as well with just a hint and a sprinkle of maybe some midnight madness along the next week week or two. And DraftKings Sportsbook will get you in with $200 instantly in bonus bets. DraftKings isn't stop, stopping there as all customers can take advantage of a sweet sweeter offer every game day in the month of October. And again, folks, I'm telling you, we have plenty of football to bet on, bet on, whether it's Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, even some Tuesday, Wednesday, Maction action. You can get in on. There's plenty of offers and odds every day at DraftKings Sportsbook. So get in on the game day greatness and download DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can score $200 instantly in bonus bets when you bet five on the NFL. That's code THPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the National Football League. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-HOPE-NY or visit hope N- or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort. Licensee partner, Gold Nugget, Lake Charles, 21 plus 
Age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 day hours after insurance. See sportsbook.draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gambling resources. And now, on with the show. And we're back here on the Grit and Bear It podcast. Thank you to Raycon and DraftKings for sponsoring this week's show. We do this to appease our sponsor, Overlords. It is Christmas shopping season, everyone, so make sure you get in on some of these good deals. All right, let's talk about some of the other things going on in the realm of hockey, shall we? First off, as we said last week, we send our thoughts, prayers, and condolences to Adam Johnson and his family following his death last week. Shockwaves throughout the hockey world. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins have a uh, AJ-47 tab on their helmet and on the boards there at Mohegan Sun Arena. Very classy, very well done by the organization. Uh, The Pittsburgh organization has mandated neck guards throughout Wilkes-Barre and Wheeling. Um, Anybody who has the ability to wear them now, go ahead. Once more supplies come in, then we'll start wearing them. So um, this is going to be a thing that's going to pop up moving forward. And apparently wrist guards are going to be a thing now after Evander Kane got his wrist cut the uh, the other week, the back last Friday. Um, the WHL has said neck guards are mandated league-wide starting Friday as long as products permit to do so. Which means if you have them, wear them. And when they do come in, start wearing them. So it's not like you need to start wearing them now. If you don't have them, go down to your nearest sporting goods store and buy some. Or unless you're the Southern Pro Hockey League, it's just going to take cardboard and duct tape and wrap it around your neck. But um, I know some people are going to be out there and be like, nah, this is an overreaction. Let the kid play. It was an accident. We don't need all this protection. Um, I don't mind that this is happening. This is a bit, this isn't, it's a correction. It's not an overcorrect, but it's a correction. And a lot of stuff you're going to hear, and I hear it in the media a lot. Oh, thank goodness we're doing this. It's an evolution of the game. And yet it is. I hate to agree with it because I feel kind of dirty for agreeing with it. Uh, But it's very much, very much needed. Because... We've been lucky in over the 100 years in the NHL, in the American Hockey League, that this hasn't happened. We've had a few close calls, Buffalo. Thankfully, it hasn't happened. And nobody's actually died out on the ice. They've died a result of a few things. But, you know, when a guy's taken a, a, a puck up high and has worn the full cage, then... um. Nobody really overcorrects then because he's making a decision for himself to play safer. The Providence Bruins have already started wearing neck guards and wrist guards. And I think this is a good step. I really think it is. And if it helps the players feel better, then go ahead and do it. If people think that this is a good move and an evolution toward a evolution or progress of the game, great buzzwords, 
then go ahead. I honestly have no problem with it. I see the reasoning for it. You know, we've seen guys' faces get slashed up by skates. We've seen it happen. We've seen guys take pucks to the face and then again wear cage cage masks for the next couple of days. Visors are now mandatory. Helmets are mandatory now. Ovechkin and TJ Oshie are the only godfathered guys who don't who don't wear helmets during warm-ups. This is just how the game progresses. I mean, remember, Jacques Lemaire, I think, for for the uh, Canadiens, first guy to wear a hockey, wear a mask. Remember, goalies never wore masks. Players never wore helmets. What about when shin guards ever came in, into the league? More padding, more pads, and more safety, the nets on the crowds. It's a step by step, further and further progress. It's not a wussification of the game. It's not. It's really not. And if that's your, if you're thinking this is a continued wussification of hockey, well, to quote Colin Cowherd, that's a you problem. That's not a hockey problem. That's a you problem because that's your mentality. That's your thinking. That's you turning your nose up on hockey, going, going, harumph, there's not enough. Needs to be more hitting. Guys need to be bleeding more. It's just progression. Sometimes it goes the wrong way. Sometimes it takes the right steps. And I think this will be a good thing. It's not too intrusive. It's not like they're wearing face masks while they're playing. They're playing hockey. Remember, we almost got to that point. But this is good. This is really good. They'll be fine. We'll be okay. Your precious sport of hockey is still going to be beloved. You're still going to buy tickets and you're still going to enjoy this. I mean, it's not like they're going to make corporate sponsors of these neck guards and have them uh, painted in certain colors during certain sponsorships. (laughs) I mean, that wouldn't happen, would it? But before we wrap things up on this week's episode, a bit of another bonus for all of you. We have some audio from Wednesday night's game. Pietrick Dubay joined me as we had a few questions about his game and Wednesday night's game. You'll hear a little bit of Jesse Lieberman as well, but here's Pietrick Dubay. Enjoy. Overall, over the last several weeks to have Hershey right now atop the division. Yeah, I think uh, it wasn't like probably our best game tonight, but like, like Nelly said, Good teams always find a way to uh, to win games at the at the end of the day. So I think we just gotta like as we see uh, like when we keep things simple during games and stuff, we have like good things happen. So maybe tonight it wasn't like turning good for us, but we keep, like we find a way to to win at the end of the day. So but yeah, I think uh, in the last few weeks we we did pretty good, especially against uh, teams in our division. So we can like have uh, good points uh, ahead of us now, and uh, we can keep, uh, focus on the next few games because we're gonna play them a lot in the next month. So I think yeah, if we want to uh, keep having success, we just try to like keep things simple a bit more. Um, your line has just been absolutely great the past couple of games. You, Miro, and Rybinski. Um, how's it feel to be uh, paired up with those two and really finding some good chem- chemistry and a scoring touch this early in the season? Yeah, of course. Uh, yeah, we started the season with uh, Hendricks and uh, 
uh, now he's up, uh, good for him. So we played a bit with uh, Offer too, and then now we're uh, with uh, Rubensky. But like with the two uh, two guys out of the lineup tonight, like lines were a bit like uh, free for all. So, but I think I, I played all the games with uh, Miroshinchenko, and like we're kind of similar. We like to uh, shoot the puck and like we play offensive. So we're just like like I said, we just try to. Uh, Shoot as many bucks as we as we uh, as we could, and like right now, I think we're having success. Like we're driving the nets pretty hard, and uh, we're trying to create a lot of of uh, offense. And even defensively, I think we're 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 doing pretty good for like two offensive guys. So I think whoever like Nelly can like put in middle with us, we're gonna try to to find a way to have success, and uh, that's what we do uh, during the beginning of the season. Um, you know, speaking of shot, you have an, an absolute rocket I've been seeing, especially, and it shows with you getting time on the power play, with you getting some um, time out there on the wing. Um, do you feel like your shot's like really coming along because you've had some absolute lasers out there? I think uh, I've been working on it since uh, like I'm young. You know, my dad was playing hockey, my dad had a good shot before, so it teach me a lot uh, when I was younger, and then, uh, like, like I said, I'm really uh, like an offensive guy, so I'm trying to like put everything on, on that. And even in practice, I'm trying like to get more times on my shot and uh, like create some scoring chance with with it. So, yeah, I think sometimes you just gotta like try to put the puck on net and not trying to like pick corners and stuff, and good things happen because. You know, when you, I had a couple of games when I, I wasn't like uh, hitting the net because I was trying too much like to pick corners and stuff. And since like I'm just trying to like put bucks on net, things are going way better for me. And there's even rebound for the other guys too. So I think, yeah, I'm just working on it every day. And I know it's one of my uh, good strengths. So I'm using it uh, as much as I can, yeah. Well, a lot of fans are definitely starting to pay to pay attention as as well. Uh, when you came to the Bears, um, did you you had some former teammates of yours that you had been with already on the team? Did that help you ease into the Bears system a little bit more with that familiarity? Yeah, of course. With uh, Andrix Lapierre, I was playing with him junior, and like we're playing on the same line too, junior. So we and we have a lot of success, junior. So I think like day one, like we we came to the camp uh, in Washington the same day. So. We, we were probably like every day together and even here in Hershey we're like beside each other on the in the room, beside each other in the, like on the road in the room. We're like at the hotel together and stuff on the, on the road. So yeah, I think we're just trying to uh, keep our, uh, our uh, uh, like stay together and like uh, keep uh, what, we, what, we, uh, what we did in the past and uh, right now, uh, it was uh, it was doing good for us, and right now he's in uh, he's, he's up, so I'm pretty happy for him. But yeah, definitely he helps me a lot to like get in the team really quickly like that. But I mean, like all the boys, that's why they won last year. I think all the guys are like so like stick together, and like there's no click in the team. Like everyone's together, and like we have a lot of fun in the team. Yeah. Do you keep in contact with Lapi at all? Maybe text him. Yeah, yeah, I'm, sure. I'm, I'm texting every I, I'm texting him every day, so like. Like everyone's happy for him right now. Mm -hmm. He worked a lot uh, during the, the like beginning of the season. Like he, he played a uh, really good minutes even on the PK. It was playing pretty good, and that's why I think he 
get the opportunity to uh, to play uh, in the NHL right now on the fourth line. So, yeah, he, I think his game is much better than than uh, the last couple of years. Even like defensively, he's playing he's playing uh, pretty good now. And uh, one last question on my front: um, You've been uh, practicing your Roaring Bear pros at all? For a maybe for a couple more goals you had. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I had a couple of thoughts. Uh, for your first few goals, like Vec was uh, mm -hmm. asking me to do it sometimes, and I did a little <laughs> one today, so it's all right. But uh, I, I like that stuff, you know. Uh, at the beginning, I, I didn't want to do it because like I wasn't uh, I wasn't here last year, and it wasn't mm -hmm. part of like their uh, winning uh, celebration. So I was like, good for him. And now I, I feel like everyone's starting doing it, and it's kind of like uh, the culture here. So I think it's a pretty good uh, celebration for. To pump the guys a little bit uh, more on the bench. Well, Patrick, thank you for your time so no much problem. for giving us some time here yeah. on the Grits and Bear Bear podcast, and um, just go and keep on scoring more. Um, and I promise I'll keep getting your name correct on the show. <laughs> sure. Thank you so thank much, you. brother. All right, thank you. I guess the only thing I just have for you, uh, just with respect to your goal tonight, what did you see on on the ice on that odd man rush that led to to the goal? Uh, you obviously had some options with, I think, Nesser was yeah. on, your, on your right yeah, side. Yeah, I think uh, Miro did a good play defensively. I think Mac just grabbed the puck, and I, I was talking to Miro on the on the breakout, and I just called him, like, chip, 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 and he, he heard me. You know, sometimes with the language, it's hard for him because it's not, like, English, uh, like, his English not uh, that good right now, but he's working on it, and, like, Honestly, he's doing a really good job to work on it. So yeah, he did a good play on the wall. Like if he, if the puck's not going out, like there's no rush on the two on two and two on one. And yeah, yeah, like I guess it. I was looking Nesson on the other side, but like, like uh, it's part of my identity. So when I have a two on one like this, I like to shoot the puck. You know, so I, I'm looking. So if the part, if the pass is more like there than the shot, obviously I'm gonna pass it very out. Like it was taking the pass a little bit more, so I just like trust my shot and uh, yeah, I should that. Thank you. All right. Anyway, it wouldn't. So where do we go from here? Well, we go into the weekend. As the Bears have two this weekend. On Friday, they travel back up to the arena in the shadow of a mountain to take on the Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins. 7.05-ish start up there in the arena of the Shadow of the Mountain called Mohegan Sun Arena. The Bears are back at it on Saturday against the Bridgeport ugh, Islanders. Against the Bridgeport Islanders. 7 o'clock start at Giant Center. And let me just check this. It is a regular game. And the, and the next home game on the 12th will be a Hockey Fights Cancer Night. That's right. That's back. So we will... We will have Hockey Fights Cancer returning. Remember, that means we're purple because it's November. So um, they have that. Uh, no, the, this coming week, I'm getting ahead of myself. There is no Wednesday night game, at least during this week, the Wednesday, the day following election day. Get out there and vote. And then um, we'll, have, we'll have a good bit amount of hockey. Actually, there's a lot of home hockey for the Bears this month as we head into the second half of the month and into the holidays. <sighs> Hard to believe. A Next week, a year ago, I was off on a lovely plane ride to Vegas. And it changed how I felt for the better. God, I miss Vegas. I miss Vegas so much. <laughs> <laughs> 
But does it miss me in return? Does it miss me? Don't know. So that'll do it for the Grit and Barrett podcast. Bonus bonus Friday episode, everyone. Thank you so much for, for joining me. Remember to like, share, and subscribe. No matter what podcast platform you are listening to, we have other well, other things um, with the show popping up over the ne- next couple of months. We do have a Patreon page up. I got to start working on, on that more. And uh, we do have, we've low-key launched our YouTube channel. We'll get video podcasts going on that. Now, why do I say over the next couple months? Because I need to upgrade some of my equipment. I need to get off of a laptop. I need to have a regular computer and PC back. And uh, just some things I need to upgrade to be able to do the things that I want to do. But thank you very much to all of you who are listening for helping the show go. It keeps me going. It really does. Check out my recap articles on 717 Sports Media. Check them out for all your local high school football coverage as that will be coming up over the next couple weeks weeks as well and thank you everyone and i'll see you at giant center on saturday go bears we'll catch you next time thank you for downloading this episode of the grit and barrett podcast if you enjoyed this podcast please subscribe on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to if you are listening on apple or google please leave us a five-star review as it appeases our algorithm overlords if you enjoyed this podcast please check out the Hockey Podcast Network, where there is a podcast for each and every NHL team. We also cover the American Hockey League. They have a podcast about college hockey and all the ins and outs of the hockey world. If you wish to know more about our parent club, please check out the official Caps Chirps podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network as they cover all things Washington Capitals. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at GritAndBarrettP1 on Twitter. That's at Grit and Barrett P1 on Twitter. This podcast is dedicated to the memory of Patricia Blosser, who passed away on December 5th, 2020 to dementia and COVID. The show is also dedicated to all of the Hershey Bears friends, fans, and family who lost their lives to cancer. Cancer sucks. Thank you once again for listening to the Grit and Barrett podcast and go Bears. (laughs) 